Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. We're here on Monday, March 8th, and it's time to stir the pot. It is time to stir that shit because there's just too much weirdness going on out there. Too many, too many claims being made that might be just outright fake or lacking evidence, and then people present it as fact. And it's just a lot of weird shit going on out there, guys. So it's time to stir the pot. So we're going to be talking about some uh, clickbait. We're going to address that today. We're also going to get into a lot of the stuff that's happened over the weekend, some recent news, definitely discuss the Meghan Markle interview. <laughs> the monarchy is not having a good day today. So we'll touch on that. We're going to talk about Blue Anon. Blue Anon getting censored off of Urban Dictionary. Is that the first word that's ever been censored off of Urban Dictionary? <laughs> I don't know. Hilarious stuff, though. Uh, and then we'll talk COVID. We'll talk a few other things as well. So let's get to it, guys. All right. First article I have for you here. Let's bring up the, the good stuff. There we go. So let's address some of this clickbait. All right. First off is Charlie Ward. And I know people are going to come at me like, Jordan, why are you attacking? Why are you bashing? Look, I'm not saying... Any of these people are bad people or evil people or doing stuff with malicious intent, you know? That's not what I'm saying. All I'm doing is just saying this person is making these claims that might not be true and might be false or lacking evidence or something like that, okay? So I listened to a Charlie Ward video interview over the weekend and it was this one here the the quantum financial system an interview with nicholas vanayaman and i was just like oh oh my god i was i was listening to it and some of the things that were brought up i just i can't believe that people actually believe this for instance ward was saying that he met with the so-called chairman of the quantum financial system and at another point, he claimed that anytime Trump says vaccinations, he's meaning RV or revaluation. And there was also the claim promoted that Trump was in Switzerland a few days ago, signing off on Nazara, you know, the whole Nazara thing. And I'm just like, oh, my God, the whole Trump being in Switzerland thing, total piece of fake news clickbait that was just circulated all around over the weekend. So I just this really made me facepalm myself. Like, I, I just, I couldn't believe it. Another one I saw over the weekend was this right here. It was an interview between Scott McKay and David Nino Rodriguez. In fact, David Nino Rodriguez also had, I think, Austin Steinbart's girlfriend on his YouTube channel yesterday interviewing her to, like, get updates on Austin Steinbart. And I think uh, that one guy, Jake Angeli, you know, the Buffalo Horn Boy, it's been all in the news in recent weeks. His half-sister or something like that. He had them on his YouTube channel yesterday. Like, why? 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 Again? Are we doing this again, David? And then I was listening to this interview between Scott McKay and David Nino uh, the other day. And very similar rhetoric. A lot of very similar rhetoric to Charles Ward. They were pumping the whole Nazara quantum financial system nonsense, which has like no solid evidence behind it, like none. Scott McKay was also 
pumping his like contacts that I guess contacted him. I don't know. It's weird how many of these guys like pump their secret contacts that give them intel now and again. And then same claim was brought up in this interview that was brought up in the Charles Ward one that Trump went to Switzerland to sign off on Nazara. Scott McKay was all over that. So I was just like, I, these guys, man, what's their deal? I, I don't know. Again, I'm not, I'm not making any guesses as to their intentions here. I'm just laying it out there that they're either not that good at researching or I don't know. I don't know, man. Just, it needs to be talked about though. It literally, it does because we're so obsessed with calling out the other side for their misgivings. We love to call out the mainstream media for their fake news. We love to call out the hypocrisies of the corrupt politicians and deep staters and all that, right? Which is great, but we should call out fake news wherever it is, even if it's amongst our own ranks. And what happened to uh, self-policing? We love to go police everybody else. We need to police ourselves too. And just look, just listen and look at some of the really dumb shit that we've kind of let perpetuate these last few months and how stupid that really made us look. Do we want to keep doing that? Do we want to keep enabling this uh, clickbait fake news nonsense to be spread around? And, you know, a lot of people get caught up with these personalities because what they say feels good. There's a lot of feel good rhetoric and many of them are are well-versed. They're, they're smart people. They're knowledgeable, but they're knowledgeable in a lot of like surface level rhetoric, right? And then somehow like all their, uh, what they're all saying sounds the same. It's, you know, it's interesting. But when you go down deeper, uh, they don't present much solid detail or evidence at a, at a level of depth. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know, man. And then that wasn't the only like weird crap I saw circulate over the weekend, but this one right here too. This got shared a few times. Navy SEALs arrest Hillary Clinton on a real rawnews.com. Looks credible. <laughs> and I guess this article has been viewed hundreds of thousands of times. Hundreds of thousands of times. And just looking at this article, I mean, freaking read it, man. Real Raw News has learned. According to our sources, our source said. Like what source? Our source said. It's the same shit that the mainstream media does. It's just anonymous sourcing, people that probably don't exist at all. And if Navy SEALs did arrest Hillary Clinton, how the hell would this real raw news learn all the fine details of this operation? Wow, an eight-man detachment at 2 a.m. from Naval Special Warfare Group 3. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. We wouldn't know about a special operations operation in fine detail like that, especially on a source called realrawnews.com. So with all of that being said, I'm actually going to begin putting in uh, energy towards a new project. And it's a new project that I will announce to you guys in a few days, later this week, whenever I'm done and ready to release it. But this project is basically going to be uh, a conspiracy theorist, myself, fact-checking other conspiracy theories. And I'm going to go into talking about all kinds of stuff. Definitely go into the Nazara scam and the quantum financial nonsense. Flat Earth. Um, I might focus on some stuff coming out of the mainstream media, but, you know, like a lot of people, they know how fake the mainstream media is. 
So they're going towards the alternative media. And if you think about it more, I mean, the alternative media gets way more play than the mainstream media these days. You can take a half dozen to a dozen personalities on their BitChute channels or Rumble channels or wherever they are. You got some accounts on Telegram with hundreds of thousands of people pumping Nazara crap. The alternative media gets more play than the mainstream media does when you combine it and put it all together. That's why I feel like it's important to sort of fact check the clickbait psyop crap that gets circulated around the awakening movement or the alternative media, right? Or whatever you want to call it. It's incredibly important to do that. And I don't see enough people doing that, whether they're distracted or too scared to speak up about it or whether, who knows, maybe they're getting paid to spread the bullshit. Uh, I feel like it needs to be done. So I'll be putting out this new project soon. I will tell you guys more about it when it's announced. I'll let you know in one of these videos. I'll put out an email. I'll put a link on my Telegram. You know, you'll you'll know when it comes out. And it's going to be more written stuff. There's not going to be too many videos on it. I might do a video here and there and embed it. But uh, it's going to be more written. And I'm going to take a look at, you know, this kind of stuff. I'm going to literally take transcripts of these interviews. Like, for instance, on Telegram over the weekend, I literally took this interview that Charles Ward did, and I put it through a transcriber. And I was copy and pasting his exact words into this Telegram post. And trust me, when you actually look at the transcription and you don't have like the feel-good emotion of like watching a video and you, something about reading the actual quotes is a lot different. Uh, once I put it through the transcriber and you know copy and pasted the quotes onto Telegram with my analysis under it, People were messaging me and commenting like, wow, I didn't realize some of the crap has gone this far. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm talking about it. And they told me, well, I can understand why you're talking about it now. <laughs> I said, yeah, absolutely. So facts matter, guys. Facts matter. And a lot of these talking heads these days, they don't bring facts to the table in their really weird rhetoric that they uh, preach. So it's time to fact check this crap. Now let's move on from that into discussing this whole Meghan Markle situation. Oh man, I uh, I had no idea. I actually had no idea that Meghan Markle was going to be on Oprah on a on a broadcast with Oprah last night on CBS. I didn't know it was happening until after it was happening, but I saw the whole shitstorm ensue on Telegram because. Telegram is literally the only freaking social media platform I'm on these days. Parlor's a ghost town. Gab is, unfortunately, Gab. I still post on Gab sometimes, but they get hacked a lot, and servers have a tough time being fast enough. And poor Gab. We love Gab, but they're, you know, they're trying to do their thing. But anyway, I saw the shitstorm ensue on Telegram, and it was interesting. It is definitely interesting, you know, seeing this whole situation commenced. So Meghan Markle was on Oprah and was dropping bombs. For instance, she was saying that the crown, basically uh, the monarchy there in England, was denying her mental health treatment when she said she was suffering from suicidal thoughts. They also, or excuse me, Meghan Markle also claimed, remember she's biracial, she claimed that there were concerns within the royal family of how dark her son's skin would be. 
And she said that the boy Archie was denied a title and a uh, security detail, just all sorts of uh, pretty crazy stuff. And lo and behold, abolished the monarchy, ended up trending on Twitter after all of this. The uh, cancel culture vultures out there, they're trying to cancel the queen now. They're trying to cancel the freaking queen. And that's why this is like, it's kind of mind-blowing. I'm not really taking the side of Meghan Markle or any sides here. I think it's just a bunch of people who are freaking, bunch of people who are messed up, pointing fingers at other people who are messed up. And it's just kind of beautiful to watch it all implode, right? And then you see a bunch of people out there who, for some reason, love the Queen. Like, I saw Greg Kelly, the Newsmax host. If you saw his Twitter account last night, he was just melting down. The dude was like, I don't know, totally defending Queen Elizabeth, just completely melting down. A bunch of other blue check marks were melting down, too. And then, I mean, if you got the Queen, if you got the monarchy making racist statements like that, like I said, the... The cancel culture woke mob is going to come out and start trying to cancel the monarchy, which it's like, you know, who who do we root for in this situation? I don't know. I'm rooting for everybody and nobody. It's pretty beautiful. So we'll see what happens with this. Abolish the monarchy trending on, on Twitter. It's pretty grand. And then the fact that you have Oprah. Oprah is the one conducting the interview for like the left wing woke mobsters out there, it's hard to go against that. It's hard to go against that. So it's like, I don't know, the optics of this all makes it pretty interesting. And then obviously we've seen the old Donald Trump statement that he made during a White House press conference during his time as president. I'm not exactly sure at this point when that statement was given, maybe a year or two back, but it was when President Trump was holding a press conference at the White House, and he was talking about Meghan Markle. And he said he's not quite a fan of her. And then, remember, he said, Prince Harry, uh, luck to him because he's going to need it. <laughs> it's pretty, uh, that that statement's been going around like wildfire over the weekend, pretty viral. A lot of people really wondering what those cryptic comments were. What's Prince Harry going to need luck for, President Trump? How do you know all this stuff beforehand? And then what was also interesting is that Dan Scavino posted that comment that Trump made a year or two back on his Instagram. Like, Dan Scavino posting that on his Instagram as in the story of his Instagram? It's interesting. Definitely interesting. We'll see what happens from this. But it's kind of enlightening to see the meltdown over these comments from Meghan Markle and the situation around Prince Harry and all of that, right? It's like pretty tame stuff. It's definitely exposing, like it's it's bad, but it's not like Prince Andrew bad, right? Why, why didn't we get the same sort of reaction with the whole Prince Andrew controversy? And what's up with all this attention on Prince Harry now? It's like, it's kind of weird, right? So, I don't know. We could totally see the monarchy there in England collapse over the next few months. We've got this drama with Prince Harry and Meghan. I mean, we still got Prince Andrew there. You know, we got Ghislaine Maxwell's court case coming up in a couple months. And maybe we have more unsealings that are going to happen there. Like, that story's definitely not done being told with Prince Andrew. Makes you wonder right now if all this hoopla with Prince Harry is a distraction from Prince Andrew. Who knows? 
Uh, we've got Philip there. Is he still in the hospital? Old Skeletor Prince Philip. And, you know, if he goes, shoot, probably wouldn't be long before Elizabeth went. Media would probably say it's from a broken heart or whatever. I, I don't know, but it's just, this is interesting. It's definitely something to watch. So let's go here into the next article. Supreme Court rejects the final Trump election challenge. This was just announced today. The Supreme Court disposed of the last of former President Trump's uh, challenges to state election procedures, rejecting his appeal of lower court rulings that upheld Wisconsin's handling of mail-in ballots. So... On one hand, you could say, oh, big bad thing. But on the other hand, you could say, well, some normies are bound to question this. Like, why the heck is the whole establishment trying so hard to censor and erase basically this man's existence, President Trump? And on that same hand as well, with the Supreme Court, like, totally showing their cards here, showing their hand, just being completely useless, or at least that's the show we're getting that's the optics of it is that the supreme court is useless well it's only a matter of time before that last straw is i think we get to it you know we get to that last point where the military is the only way now we just need the military being the only way to get out into the public domain but it's only a matter of time folks only a matter of time moving on here this one's just funny this one's just funny. Breaking 911 here. I liked this tweet, which is why I want to show it to you guys. They said left leaning news page The Intercept releases a statement announcing that donations to them, quote, have gone down sharply since President Trump left office. They blame this criticism on the media. Look at here. This statement that The Intercept put out, they're saying that last month brought fewer new members than we've seen in years. They're readership and their money is tanking and this isn't just with the intercept i mean this is indicative of what's happening across all of the fake news media right now which is what i want to share to you guys i mean we're seeing people step down all over the place they're losing money they're losing readers and it's funny here they're blaming it on trump i mean with trump out of office nobody nobody's watching him anymore nobody cares anymore and in fact it's also cool to see that uh, CNN, remember, they've ended their, I guess, airport contract, their contract to be played in airports and different public spaces across the nation. That's done for. And I've seen examples over the last few days that airports in Texas weren't playing CNN anymore. They're now playing OAN, One American News Network. So that is actually a pretty darn big thing. It might not seem like it's big, but if you think about the way that our conscious mind and subconscious mind works and how our thoughts are programmed into our heads from all the repetition and seeing it here and there and there and there, like CNN not getting played at airports anymore, pretty big deal. And the fact that this is happening to the fake news media, they are just losing viewers and money like no other. I mean, hey, as we've been told, sometimes you got to walk through the darkness before you see the light correct and this past month month and a half and you know who knows what's going to happen in the future i'm not saying i know it all i think a lot of the people who claim they know don't really know but we'll see how it happens although i think that this all maybe is exactly how it should have happened or at least the easiest way to go about this whole great awakening 
end the whole deep state corruption process, right? You know, in time, we might look back and say, you know, that whole Biden getting into a being inaugurated thing, that was kind of a bitch, but that was that was kind of the, yeah, I get why it had to happen that way. Maybe in time, we'll look back and, and think that. Moving on to the next tab. Let's see. South Park. Oh, geez. South Park. Not sure if you've seen this, but South Park this Wednesday. So in two days here, they're going to be putting out an episode that they're calling the vaccination special. And as you can see here on their Twitter account, they've even changed their name to be South Par with a Q. They're calling it the South Park vaccination special. Going to be this Wednesday at 8. I assume that's Eastern time, 7 Central. And they're kind of combining the whole vaccine, anti-vax, like they're going to try to clown on that, of course, because it's South Park. But they're combining that with Q. And I am definitely going to be watching this. Uh, I might even do like some sort of, I don't know, reaction video to it. Of course, they're going to clown on the subjects, but we'll see how they do it. I mean, South Park has a history of clowning on certain things, but doing it in like kind of a way that exposes the hypocrisies of the typical like media construct of it or, or what people typically think of it. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You got to laugh at yourself sometimes, guys. You got to laugh at yourself. And this is going to be a freaking great thing for exposure. Let's be real. I mean, there's going to be millions of people maybe watching this. So we'll we'll see. Like, we'll see if Butters dies in this episode or or who they make. Like, somebody commented, please let Butters be Q. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I think it should be funny, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tune in for sure. So there's that. Next, I want to go into, speaking of Q, okay, a lot of people are, you know, just confused. They're looking for whatever reliable source of information they can right now, which guys, you know, speaking of reliable sources of information, um, quick note on that, follow everybody, automatically trust nobody. Don't blindly believe jack shit you see on the internet or you hear on the internet. That includes from me, Okay. Don't blindly believe anything. Verify, verify, verify. You know, just because you hear 10 people talk about something doesn't mean it's true. That's the old repetition fallacy there. Um, you know, I'm not telling you not to follow people. People get this misconstrued notion that I'm like attacking folks and telling you not to follow them and stuff like, no, 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 no. When you follow people, listen to them closely. That's what I'm telling you guys to do. Listen to them more closely than you normally do. Try to pick out where red flags or their BS might be or, you know, where they might be accidentally spreading misinformation. Not saying everybody out there sharing misinformation is bad or doing it purposefully. A lot of people might be doing it on accident. But, you know, you just have to be careful. So I really like this post from Swampy here. Good old Swampy. Um, a couple of years back, she was attacking me on Twitter once, but you know, we, we get over things. I love Swampy's work. It's, uh, you know, we all have disagreements time and again, but that doesn't mean people are bad. So I want to share this post uh, from Swampy with you. It was on her Gab account, at Fed Up With Swamp. She asked some great damn questions that you should just keep in mind, and maybe they'll help you, um, maybe it'll help you put your mind at ease, right? And you won't have to reach out to, 
some personality giving you a bunch of hope porn or hopium. Just basic logical questions can uh, can help you through all this. Swampy asks, if Q and Trump are out of the picture now and nothing is happening behind the scenes, then why are Brock Roach shills worse than before? And by Brock Roach, she means all the media matters idiots that, uh, you know, like, like Alex Kaplan that are out there hunting us down, basically. Like, they have no lives. They're basically the paparazzi or the TMZ of the, the Q movement. And they're out there just writing hit pieces like they've never written hit pieces before. Like, I'm sure you're getting carpal tunnel carpal tunnel out there, Alex Kaplan, with all the all the attacks you've been making on your Twitter account. But she asks, why are the Brock Roach shills worse than before? Why is the mainstream media, the whole arm of the DNC, MSM, TV, and Hollyweird attacking Q? Why are all the fake MAGA Q clowns more numerous than before? I love the way she put that. I'm going to start using that. The fake MAGA Q clowns, right? All the fools out there that claim they got contacts and inside intel and, oh, Nazara's being announced yesterday. Promise you guys. Promise you it's going to happen. The QFS is real. Why are they all so much more numerous than before? Why are the mysterious Anon Bakers deleting our notables? I've definitely noticed that on 8kun. I've been trying to get on the past few days, and it's just sometimes it can be a real mess on 8kun shills are so numerous there it's obvious why would that be happening why are q research breads keep getting deleted from the akun database why is youtube and google search hiding all patriot news that's a fact why is twitter and facebook still purging q and maga folks why why did cash app delete me a few days ago if this was all if the deep state was all set to go with biden in office and they were in complete control why why do they still have to take me off a platform every other freaking day why is the dc still militarized if they're in control with a biden puppet then why are they so scared what's coming down the pipe that creates this type of panic not normal but nothing's happening okay again just have patience you know when people when people first start getting into the whole process of of waking up and this happened to me too years and years ago um, you know, you start getting really scared because you realize like, oh my gosh, everything, the news and the education, education system and all that's been feeding me has been a lie. So then you start trying to search out what the truth is. And it kind of, you know, at first you start getting addicted. You're like addicted to searching for new Intel, the latest and greatest of what's happening. So you're like reaching for stuff that might not even be true, but you're still like, you're addicted to knowing What's happening? Like, and I see that right now with so many people. They're so addicted to trying to find out what's happening that they'll listen to and read whatever the heck is out there. Not only do they waste a hell of a lot of their own precious time and energy, but in the addiction of trying to figure out what's going on right now, they end up believing just ridiculous stuff. Okay. So, point being here. It's okay to not know. It's okay to sit back and be patient and just say, you know, I've got faith in the universe. I've got faith in God. I've got faith in humanity. I think it's going to work out for the better. But I don't need to know every single little detail of what's going on right now. So, you know, I'm going to I'm going to use my time and energy. I might do a little bit of researching from the sources that, you know, I trust, but I'm going to 
I'm going to focus that time and energy on my own community, on my own life, on my freaking garden or on my friends and family or, or something like that, right? Don't neglect your, what's going on in your actual life or uh, things that are a lot more beneficial to you than all of that just clickbait crap on the internet that you end up uh, spending a lot of time and energy on and some people end up spending freaking money on. Like you're, you're spending money on this stuff and you don't know these people talking to you on the screen. Like, do you really want to spend money on their crap? And then they're, they're peddling nonsense, clickbait, snake oil theories. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm a, I can be a protective person sometimes and I can be a purist, definitely a purist. So I'm just trying to help protect people. I'm not attacking people. I'm just trying to protect folks, help them hone their discernment, maybe give them a perspective that other people out there, even so-called patriots in the so-called awakening or Q movement, you know, you, you got a bunch of them parroting all the same rhetoric right now. So I'm just out here trying to give you maybe another side to things to maybe help you become more cautious and more reserved with that time and energy of yours. That's all I'm trying to do. So let's move on into the next article I have for you guys here now. I don't even know what the next thing I want to talk about is. Oh, Blue Anon. Good old Blue Anon. Man, this is just funny. It is so funny. So this Blue Anon term got uploaded to Urban Dictionary on March 5th. What was that like? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, a few days ago, March 5th. Blue Anon. Somebody uploaded a definition of Blue Anon to Urban Dictionary and then Urban Dictionary up and erased it. They erased it. So I'm going to read you here the definition that somebody wrote for Blue Anon. I know it's blurry here because I couldn't find the uh, clearest screenshot of this here, but I'm going to read it. It says, Blue Anon, uploaded by Mrs. Tibbs on March 5th. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Tibbs, whoever you are. This says here, Blue Anon, a loosely organized network of Democrat voters politicians, and media personalities who spread left-wing conspiracy theories such as the Russia hoax, Jesse Smollett hoax, Ukraine hoax, Covington Kids hoax, and Brett Kavanaugh hoax. Blue Anon adherents fervently believe that right-wing extremists are going to storm the Capitol Hill any day now and remove lawmakers from office, hence the need for the deployment of thousands of National Guards stationed at the U.S. Capitol. Ha! <laughs> that is golden and then like candace owen i think candace owens on twitter and her instagram she was using blue and on to poke fun at the fake news media and all the all the left-wing fools out there i mean it was it was gold so that's why urban dictionary had to go and remove this definition i think other people are trying to come back and like write new blue and on definitions on urban dictionary today. I've seen a couple new ones up there, but this particular one uh, is gone. It has been erased. And like, what that's, that's the level of, that's the level of freaking, I guess, cancel culture or censorship that we've gotten to. Even urban dictionary is censoring things. Urban friction dictionary. So it's, it's good. This whole blue and on thing. I think it was even trending on Twitter at one point blue and on was so it's just it's gold man it is gold using their nonsense their hypocrisies right back at them i mean there's nothing more beautiful than that 
So blue and on. Okay, next up, let's talk about the, uh, you know, on that subject of the whole capital nonsense, conspiracy theories being spread by blue and on out there, uh, the whole armed insurrection. I found this from uh, Not the Bee over the weekend. Not the Bee is the Babylon Bee's, like, true news version. That's their version of true news called Not the Bee. And they put this article out that said, the media has used the term, quote, armed insurrection 2,339 times to describe the Capitol riot despite no evidence of anyone having a gun on them. Why is that? 2,339 times. Props to uh, not the B for somehow finding that out. I mean, they must have paid a couple interns quite a bit of money and they must have spent a lot of time trying to figure that out or maybe they had some algorithm to find that out. But however they did, wouldn't be surprised. Armed insurrection, we heard that over and over and over again from Nancy Pelosi and the CNN talking heads and on NBC and everybody else. Armed insurrection. Despite no evidence of anyone having a gun. Meanwhile, I saw this surface over the weekend. There were Black Lives Matter slash Antifa protests in Louisville. Okay? In Louisville. I'm not exactly sure why. Okay? But the point here is that these BLM Antifa people... Uh, look at that right there. Does that look like an armed insurrectionist right there? Well, he, he's got a straight-up semi-automatic rifle. Open carry right there. If anything is an armed insurrection, I think we have to point the finger of Black Lives Matter and Antifa, right? So, again, pure hypocrisy. Pure hypocrisy. That's pretty crazy, man open carry there in Louisville. Not a peep. Not a peep from the media about this at all. So we got that. What next? Oh, something else happening in uh, across our country. This happened in Boise, Idaho, but it's much happier of a protest and much more of a uh, beneficial protest than the Antifa one. So people in Boise, Idaho, and I think in actually multiple areas, multiple spots in Idaho over the weekend, they were straight burning their masks they had, a, they had a ritual of mask burning. Let's hope nobody was breathing in those fumes. Probably not too good, but oh yeah. I, I would be all for that, man. We need, look at the kids there. Oh, look at the kids doing it. That's beautiful. Getting the kids in on the action. That's, that's going to be a, a smart youngin' as they grow up, but burning the masks. Beautiful stuff. It was great to see the blue check marks and the fake news pundits all melt down over this like oh it's so terrible ah oh. and you're watching them melt down too over like texas and these other states starting to uh rescind their mandatory mask policies and the the other measure measures they had uh installed and it's just it's glorious and it's glorious to watch the meltdown oh and seriously guys just don't wear your freaking mask don't don't wear it Show other people in the store that it's okay to take it off. It's okay. Maybe hold a flash mob at your local Walmart and bring like five or ten of your friends and just like jump through the store. Don't buy anything. Just walk through the store, film yourselves, have a jolly old time not wearing those masks, right? I, I don't know. This is kind of like the basic 
grassroots activism that we need to start doing more of. I mean, speaking of like Antifa and Black Lives Matter, sure, they are the real insurrectionists and we need to expose what Soros is really using all that shit for, but gotta hand it to Soros. They sure know direct action tactics well, and that's why they use them because they can be effective. We need to start using definitely not the same direct action tactics because that shit's violent, right? We don't want to be like Antifa and the Soros cucks out there, but we need to start doing the actual like on the ground grassroots kind of activism, whether it's freaking mask burning with a group of friends like this, I don't know, or whether it's creating flyers and just like handing out flyers to random people or walking through the store with no mask on. I don't know, but do something guys, do something. The internet stuff helps, okay? The internet stuff definitely helps, whether you're sharing memes or information or whatever the case, right? But there's only so far that internet stuff can go. On the ground tactics, reaching people who you might not reach before, who don't follow people like us and our information on the internet, I mean, that needs to be done as well. So anyway, that, that tangent, that preach is done. What do we have next? Let's get into now some of the CDC COVID news, and then we'll finish up here. So today, the CDC released a new guidance as if we're going to listen to the freaking CDC. They don't rule me. They don't own me. Go screw yourself, CDC. But anyway, they released a new guidance today on safe activities after the COVID-19 vaccinations. This was all over the news this morning. So let's, uh, let's look at this bullshit. Apparently, the CDC is now saying that people who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 may safely gather with small groups from other households without wearing masks or social distancing. So let me get this straight. The CDC is now allowing you. They're allowing you, you little peon, you little slave, okay? The CDC is now allowing you to gather indoors with no social distancing and no masks. Only if, only if you've gotten that vaccine, you've gotten that poison poke, folks. You're allowed to now from the CDC. <laughs> oh, God. What else does it say here? Oh, it's for people who have received both doses of the Pfizer or the Moderna shot or one shot of the single dose vaccine from Johnson & Johnson. I can't, I can't facepalm myself enough. Oh, God. I was listening to some people overhearing some conversations out in public over the weekend, and they were, they were all happy that they got their vaccines. And I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, God. How are we going to reach these people? And we got to try to reach them before it's too late, right? Because people are getting the shots and then having reactions to them, like, instantly in some cases. In other cases, you know, a lot of people aren't getting reactions or aren't noticing them or equating their headaches or their, their tiredness to the vaccine they got yesterday. But what I'm worried about is the uh, degenerative long-term effects. That's what I'm worried about. Not so much the short-term, but with this mRNA genetic modification poison poke they're giving all of us, or trying to give some of us, um, how are the cancer rates going to be doing in five years, 10 years? What are the autoimmune disease rates going to be like in five, 10 years? We're already seeing cancer rates go exponential. Autoimmune disease rates 
are going exponential. They already are. They're going to be like exponentially exponential. Maybe after this mass vaccine is getting dosed out. I don't know, man. It's, you know, I just saw a comment on DLive just trying to kill us. I don't think they're trying to kill us. That's not, I don't think that's what they're trying to do. I think what they're trying to do is just make us so incredibly weak and dumb. Because you got to understand, big pharma, there's no money in healthy people. Obviously, there's no money if you're healthy and you don't need to come in for their their pills every month. But there's no money in dead people either. Dead person isn't going to come in every month for their pills. There's only money in people who are sick and debilitated and dumb. Mentally and physically weak and dumb. Okay? It's the only time they get money. And in fact, making us dumber then uh, inhibits our ability to see their overall scams across all spectrums, their full spectrum dominance, right? So there you go. There you go. That old vaccine there. Avoiding that at all costs. And also, uh, two more things. This was on Fox News over the weekend. This was some real bullshit on Fox News, right? A lot, of, a, lot, a lot of people are waking up to how bad Fox News really is, but let's highlight something here. So they ran a segment over the weekend with one of their, I don't know, medical contributors. That's fun. Uh, a COVID-19 pill effective in preliminary testing may be a, quote, holy grail of the pandemic, Mr. Dr. Mark Siegel says. Dr. Siegel predicts the at-home therapeutic could come to the market in, wow, four or five freaking months. Oh, wow. So let me get this straight. This dude on Fox is promoting a new therapeutic that's going to be on the market in four to five months. Here's one thing. Um, it's made by Merck. It's made by Merck. And if you know anything about Big Pharma, you know that Merck is one of the worst. One of the worst. Good old Merck. Yeah, we're supposed to trust that. <laughs> you sound like a Big Pharma shill, Dr. Mark Siegel. And not just that as well, but how many cheap, in often cases natural, uh, in all cases effective, how many cheap, effective, a lot of times natural remedies or potential treatments do we already have that are already out there? I see those comments right now. They're lighting up with the hydroxychloroquine, HCQ, that's one. Granted, HCQ isn't the most natural. It's very cheap, and it's very readily available. Um, definitely an option we could be using. Chlorine dioxide. Chlorine dioxide. I personally like chlorine dioxide more than hydroxychloroquine because it is cheaper, believe it or not. And I know hydroxychloroquine is super cheap, but chlorine dioxide is even cheaper, and it's even more effective, in my opinion, in many cases, most cases of pathogenic infection or viral infection and not just those two but pff, oregano oil medicinal mushrooms gosh we could just go down the list of antivirals that we could be using right now to wipe this all out but we're not we got idiots on well we've either got the vaccine being pushed right or we've got idiots on fox news that are promoting merc drugs <laughs> no not at all and then we also have this nonsense too so we got Miss Hot Saki here. Not so hot, Saki. I take that back. She is 
one of the most cringy, Cruella DeVille evil people that, oh God. Anyway, in a statement put out this morning during her press conference, she said that Joe Biden will deliver his first primetime address to commemorate the one-year anniversary of COVID this Thursday. So I guess, I guess they were taking a lot of heat for not doing that State of the Union address, right? Joe Biden, no State of the Union, still haven't had that. Uh, I mean, this doesn't even look like an official State of the Union, so doesn't look like we're going to have that anytime soon. And Joe Biden was also catching heat for being the longest-running, I got to finger-quote this here, president, illegitimate president, Longest-running illegitimate president to not conduct a person-to-person, like a direct address to the American people. So I guess the administration was catching enough heat for that, and good old Saki goes in and announces this today. But the point I want to make here is one year, man. One year anniversary of the shutdown. I also saw this over the weekend. Dr. Fauci, his uh, 60 Minutes interview that he did where he was... uh, promoting that mask wearing is kind of pointless. Remember that? That's where we got the first statement from Fauci of him saying, oh, we we don't need to do masks a month later. We need masks. You know, a few months after that, double masks. Let's do the, Let's do two masks now, right? That was a year ago as well. Fauci's 60 Minutes interview saying no mask was one year ago. Right here, one year that the COVID shutdown has been in effect. It's just, how long? How long are we going to put up with this? When people give me shit in the store for not having a mask on, that's usually one of the first things I turn to to respond to them. I'm like, you know, we're a year into this, and you you haven't seen by now, you haven't, like, we're a year into this, and you still don't realize that, this pandemic is a scam. And more often than not, they're like, well, yeah, but you know, they're just sheep that rule followers. They like to be told what to do. And they like to make sure that everybody else is doing what they're doing too and blah, blah, blah. But you know, deep down you can kind of get their wheels turning at least a little bit in their head and get somebody to say, yeah, you're kind of right. Like a year, a year. Jeez. Jeez. Can't believe it, man. And yeah, uh, comment on DLive said, why would we commemorate this? You like the way that good old Saki here put that? The president will deliver his first primetime address to commemorate the one-year anniversary of the COVID-19 shutdown. Why would we commemorate a shutdown? You commemorate things that are like happy that you want to bring up their anniversary in like a a helpful, happy, oh yeah, jolly times that was back then, right? (laughs) It's like they're happy for the shutdown. It's like they know that one of the main goals of that deep state scamdemic was to rig the election. And they wouldn't have got all them mail-in votes out there if they didn't have this scamdemic behind them as the excuse to do it with. So... Oh, clown world. Clown world is like bumped up to the next level. Freaking everywhere. The fake news, the the mainstream media is just completely 
100% hypocritical. More and more people every day are waking up to that. That should give you hope. More and more people are questioning like, God, why is the mainstream media so obsessed with this Q thing? And like, it's, it's weird. And then we've got more and more people on the other side of the spectrum. I'm not talking mainstream media, but I'm talking like the alternative media, the blue check marks out there. And the, you know, as Swampy put it earlier, the fake MAGA Q clowns, fake MAGA Q clown crew. <laughs> more and more, they're showing themselves too. The blue check marks out there. Some of them are like, Q is a cult. I think I saw Tim Pool over the weekend. Q is a cult. Hey, man, Tim Pool. If you ever want to have somebody on your show to talk some sense about Q, I'm more than happy, man. I'm more than happy to hopefully change your mind and educate your audience and come on your program to talk about it. Like, why doesn't, well, why don't they do that though? Why don't they actually do any legit due diligence or research? A lot of these blue check marks, they're just showing their true colors. And again, the, the fake MAGA cute clown crew, a lot of these fools that are like late to the game. They came out of nowhere these last three, six, nine months. You know, they were not there the first year or two of Q. They were not there. But suddenly there's this whole network of them that sprung out of the out of the blue, out of the blue and on, maybe. <laughs> they sprung up out of the blue. And now they they're putting themselves out there as authorities. They're authorities and all this information and they got their insiders and they're so sure that Nazara and the quantum financial system is coming soon. And they got this feel good rhetoric. That's just like roping in, roping in thousands, tens of thousands, a lot of people, man. It's like, it's weird. It's definitely weird, but guess what? The longer we progress through this bullshit, through this darkness, it's just, it's going to be easier to bring that light to people more and more. It's getting just easier to bring that light to folks and to just show them, show them that grand illusion that's being built up all around us. It's getting easier and easier to do that, guys. Just let them all show their cards and then be like, okay, put those cards on display for people. This is what they're really like, guys. So anyway, appreciate you being here for this stream. All you guys on DLive, Twitch, and Foxhole. We should be good on Foxhole. I, uh, I noticed that on Friday... My stream didn't do so good on Foxhole. I don't think it, it ended up getting on there, but this one should be good now. Got it all good. And uh, the replay of this will be up quick on BitChute Rumble, Gab TV, and Odyssey. And then uh, JordanSather.tv as well. And hey, I want to take a quick couple minutes to just shout out ways you can support me. I got some questions from this after people saw that Cash App deleted my account. And hey, quick note, I mean, when people are out there selling stuff, like that's not automatically making them bad, okay? If someone's got to promote something or sell something, that doesn't make them bad. You know, we've got PayPal and Patreon and so many of these accounts censoring us. So some of us have to, we have to promote things, affiliates or sponsors or our own stuff to support ourselves. The problem is when people are selling memberships or selling products or whatever the case, having sponsors when they're selling stuff while hawking shit information. That's the problem. When they're promoting the hopium, the clickbait, the nonsense while having sponsors, that's the bullshit. That's the grifting. Okay. So anyway, wanted to clarify that, but you know, had some people reach out to me wondering how to support given that cash app 
freaking cash app deleted me and PayPal has to and Patreon and all the places. Um, I'm on Subscribestar now. I started Subscribestar soon after Patreon went and cut me a few months back. So I'm on Subscribestar and there's a couple of perks that you get for signing up on Subscribestar. You can go to jordansather.tv, my .tv website as well. I put up all of these videos ad-free on there and then I do some uh, also exclusive videos occasionally and then some Zoom chats as well, exclusive uh, live Zoom calls for people signed up on that. And you can go to my website. I accept crypto. There's also a, a donation box just direct there on my website. And then lastly is uh, my supplement brand too, Conscious Strength, ConsciousStrength.net. That's my sup brand. So any of those various ways, links for those will be down below in the description under this video. Uh, shout out to the mods on DLive and Twitch right now that are dropping all those links in there. Um, appreciate all your support, guys. It helps me continue calling out the nonsense, man. It's not an easy, it's not an easy gig. Trust me. Like I got attacked heavily on Telegram over the weekend. I got attacked by this account called Ghost Ezra. If you guys are familiar with that one, super LARP account, super LARP. Not going to lie. And yes, I will straight, say that straight up. I am confident in that belief of mine. Super LARP account. They uh, they were definitely attacking me. And, you know, I, I definitely shoot some arrows myself. So I'm not whining or complaining about it. Like, I'm just getting back what I put out there. But I don't put out there stuff unless I'm very confident, very confident that this person is like yanking your chain in some way or in another. But, uh, yeah, had some major attacks on Telegram. It was gnarly. And uh, yeah, total shill. That Ghost Ezra account is. Just follow it long enough and you'll start to see all the inconsistencies. And that's the thing, guys. Like When I name and shame people, it's like I'm not saying they're bad and I'm not telling you not to follow them. Again, I'm telling you to follow them closer. Listen to more of their videos. Follow more of their work. And hopefully over time, you can maybe start to see some of the red flags that I'm picking up on. In fact, that Ghost Ezra account, I don't know this, and it's not confirmed, but I'm just saying I get the funny feeling that that Ghost Ezra account is the old shill from the days we were all on Twitter, I the Spy. If you guys remember, I the Spy. Some of you might listen to this. A lot of you guys kind of newer in all this might not remember that, but a couple of years back, I the Spy was just a notorious LARPer super notorious LARPer. And then one time I, the spy got totally exposed in this beautiful video by an account named uh, disclosure backpack and uh, disclosure backpack. I miss that guy. I would talk to him quite a bit on Twitter. I, I don't know how to, you know, with all this censorship that we've been dealing with, we've been kind of cut from a lot of folks that we used to talk to, but anyway, disclosure backpack just totally outed this. I, the spy shill and found that some of these so-called inside Intel photos that I, the spy was posting on his Twitter was actually taken from like Korean YouTube videos, YouTube videos of like Korean vloggers. I, the spy would take screenshots out of it and then post it. And uh, if you take a screenshot from a video that's on YouTube, reverse image searches oftentimes have a tough time finding them. So if you did the reverse image searches of this, I, the spy of these posts that I, the spy would make, um, it looked like they looked like authentic photographs that I, the spy took, but in fact, they weren't uh, disclosure backpack, figured that out, did this great video exposing the shit out of I, the spy totally wrecked them. And then I, the spy had to pop up as different account names, but it would all be these weird, like 
iterations of Ezra, Ezra, like Ezra Cohen Watnick. It's not Ezra Cohen Watnick. I would find that incredibly hard to believe. It was just probably some shill, like trying to trying to clout chase, just using different iterations of that. So I the Spy went dark, but came up as a new name, like E the Friend or as as Kowa or like weird ones like that. Ghost Ezra was another Twitter account that popped up before the mass deplatforming. And now Ghost Ezra is on Telegram and Gab. But I'm just saying, I get the weird feeling that those two might be the same people or connected somehow. I don't know. Just saying. But yeah, I'm getting some heat from them. I'm getting some heat from a lot of the people in that uh, fake MAGA Q Clown crew as well that I've been calling out for, you know, promoting all their weird Intel insider people and the the quantum financial system clickbait and all that stuff. So uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting when I come out with that new project soon. It's uh, it'll we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, guys, that's all for this one. Appreciate your support. Appreciate you just watching this. If you can't support for whatever reason or don't want to, that's fine. Appreciate you tuning into this. Appreciate all you shills out there that attack me every day and just light a fire under my ass to expose the clickbait even more. And I appreciate the few, uh, the views and the clicks that you guys give me too. All the free publicity, man. It's good stuff. So anyway, I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Remember, 2 p.m. Pacific on uh, Wednesday. And then we'll do it again on Friday. And I'll have some more videos coming out to my channels and other places this week. Also to Telegram. I've been uploading a few kind of short vids on Telegram here and there. And again, that's the only, that's like the only social media I use these days is Telegram. So go find me there if you want to follow along with my thoughts and whatever dank means I'm posting on that on whatever day. So anyway, see you guys later. Thanks for watching. Done for this one.